would like you to turn with me to Matthew 12. And while you're turning there, and we're going to go to verse 39, I'm going to say this. Do you have any guts? Do you got any guts? Got any courage? Do you have the courage to believe the Word of God and not what you were taught? Amen. Do you know the Word of God is above every church? The Word of God is above every denomination. The Word of God is above every person. The Word of God was here before the world was formed, and it'll be here after. Do you have the courage, the courage to read the Word of God and believe it? Because I want to show you something today. We are talking to people all over the world, and some of you may have never heard this. And you're going to hear something that Jesus did for you, and you're going to understand the love the love that Jesus has for you. All right, Matthew 12. I'm going to begin in verse 39. This is Jesus speaking. He said, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. He said, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Do you see right there? Jesus knew where he was going. He knew where he was going. Now turn with me to Acts 2. Amen. We're going to do some, several scriptures. And I'm going to go to Acts 2. And I'm going, to, I'm going to begin in verse 22. This is Peter speaking. And he's talking about Jesus. And he has just been baptized with the Holy Ghost. He has just finished speaking in tongues. And he said, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you. And how do you know he was approved? By the miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him being determined, delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible. It wasn't possible he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning Jesus, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore my heart rejoices and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Amen. Thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Hallelujah. He also says in verse 31, He seeing this before spoke of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell. Amen. Jesus went to hell. Hallelujah. That word is the word Hades. Amen. That word is the word Hades. Amen. Now we are going to look at what Jesus said about Hades. Turn with me to Luke 16 because Jesus told everyone, this is where I'm going. Three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, Glory. I am going to hell. Glory. That Glory. word is Hades. Amen. Hades. You know, some people say that, well, Jesus just went down below and he sat in a chair, smoked a cigar until three days were over. That's not what happened, <laughs> folks. That's not what happened. You've got to get the word of God out. Not listen to your preacher only. Not listen to your, your, your radios. Not listen to your TV sets. You've got to open that word and read it. Amen. You have to read it. Don't take another man's word for it. You are responsible for what's written in here. Hallelujah. You need to read it. Thank God. You cannot get to heaven. You cannot stand before the judgment seat of God and say, well, so-and-so told me this. 
And God's going to say, what was sitting on that coffee table in your living room all the years of your life? The Word of God. The Word of God. Open it and let's read it. Luke 16. It says, and we just read in the, in the book of Acts, Acts 2, that Jesus, that the Father did not let him stay in hell, in Hades. Now listen to what Jesus says. Jesus describes the place. He said, there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it says, and it came to pass that the beggar died and he was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. That word does not say Hades. That says Abraham's bosom. It says, which the rich man also died and was buried. It says, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Now it says, and in hell, and in hell. That word is Hades. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to tell some of you scholars, you are taking the word, the definition of Hades from an international language or an inter from international wording. You've got to look at the Bible for the definition. I love it. The first thing that God ta taught us through Doyle when he came here was the definitions that you need to know about the word of God are in the word of God. Amen. The definition of the words that you need to know about the word of God are in the word of God. That's right. This book describes That's itself right. it is Amen. its own its own authority now that word hades here jesus is going to describe it he's going yes. to give you the definition it says and in hell he lifted up his eyes being in torments being in torments hades and seeing abraham afar off and lazarus in his bosom he cried and said father abraham have mercy on me and said lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. Yeah. Flame. Mm -hmm. What is the definition of Hades here? Torments and flame. Yeah. Torments and flame. And Jesus knew he was going there. He knew he was going there. Now this is not the lake of fire. That's later. But those that are in hell, that's where they're going. Amen. Folks, you don't want to go here. You do not want to go Thank here. God. You don't want yeah. to take the chance of going here. You don't want to take the chance of going here. And I, and my, my ministry is to keep as many of you out of here as possible. Now, Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receivest thou good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. It won't stop ever. This is where Jesus knew he was going. And besides all this, between you and I, there is a great gulf fixed. So they which would pass from thence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that come from thence. And the rich man said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house. Do you notice this rich man has all his memory with him? He has all his memory with him. He has a tongue. He has hands. And he's in hell. He said, uh, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them that they not come into this place of torment. Please go get my family. Please, this is so bad. Go get my family. Go talk to my family. And Abraham said, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. Amen. And he said, nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, 
they will repent. And Abraham said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Who was talking? Jesus. Amen. The man that raised from the dead. Now, let's go. I want us to go quickly to Isaiah 53. What was Jesus like when he went into hell? What was Jesus like? What was his state when he went into hell? Quick verse from Isaiah 53. I want you to read it. I want you to consider it. He said, all we like sheep have gone astray. This is Jesus on the cross. We have all turned one to his own way. And the Lord, God, Jehovah, laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. On that cross, the Father put your sin and my sin on that body. On the body of Jesus, Amen. the body of a man, the soul of a man, Thank took God. on your sin and my Thank sin. So when that body, that man, that soul died full of the sin of the whole world, Amen. Jesus died a sinner. Hallelujah. He died you. Hallelujah. He died you. He had your sin on him. Thank and you, the Jesus. wages of sin is death. So Jesus had to die, but he died two deaths. He died a physical death, an awful physical death, every bone out of joint. Why? He was paying for you. Amen. The wages of sin is death, and he was paying on the cross for you. Paying on the cross for you, but that's not enough. That wasn't enough to pay for your sins. Jesus died the world's worst sinner, and he went to hell for you. For you, he paid your price for what you did in hell. Turn with me to Isaiah, uh, I'm sorry, Psalm 88. Amen. Psalm 88. And I want us to, before we even begin reading it, I want us to turn to Psalm 88 verse, verse 15. This will show you this is Jesus. Jesus said, three days and three nights, I'm going into the heart of the earth, and it's going to be Hades, and I know what it's like because I just described it. Torments and flame. It said, verse 15, I am ready, I am afflicted, and ready to die from my youth up, from my youth up. And it says, I suffer thy tears, I'm distracted. Jesus knew. Jesus knew from his youth up this is where he was headed. Amen. This is where he was headed. And when you read it, when before he goes to the cross, he didn't want to go here. That's right. He didn't want to go here. That's right. He asked the Father, take this away from me. I don't want to go. You know what? He worked it through. He prayed it through. He got ready to go. You know why he got ready to go? You know why he laid down every bit of his life to go to hell? He did it for you. Hallelujah. He loved you enough. He forced himself to play down his flesh so he could get to hell for you. For you, for me. That's what he did. That's what he did in the garden. Oh, your salvation and my salvation was won in the garden by a man that didn't want to go, but he needed to go for you and I, and he loved you and I enough that he forced himself to get ready. Amen. Thank God for that man. Hallelujah. Thank God for that man and his love for Amen. us. Now, Psalm 88. Oh, Lord God of my salvation, I cried day and night before thee. 
Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear unto my cry. Listen to me. But you know what? The father wouldn't listen to him. You know why? The father couldn't listen to iniquity. He can't hear sinners. Did you know that? He can't hear sinners. Go with me to Isaiah 59 too, real quick. It says, but your iniquities, your iniquity has separated between you and your gods, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. That's right. He wouldn't hear Jesus. Amen. He wouldn't hear Jesus. Why? Because Jesus was paying for you. Because he had your sins on him, and God wouldn't hear. Amen. It says, let thy prayer come before thee, incline thine ear into my cry. For my soul is full of evil. Full of evil. That word is evil. In fact, the Young's literal says, my soul has been full of evil, and my life comes to hell. Comes to Shaw. Goes to hell. It says, I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that has no strength. Free among the dead like the slain that lay in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more. And they are cut off from thy hand. Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deep. Thy wrath lieth hard upon me. Thou hast afflicted me with all thy waves. Thy wrath lieth hard on me, paying for you and paying for me. That's what Jesus did in hell for you and I. Oh, thank God that man paid. Thank Amen. God that man paid dearly for you. He paid dearly for you. Why? He loves you. He wants you to be set free. He wants you to be forgiven. He wants you to be redeemed back to him. He wants to have fellowship with you. And the only yes, way Lord. that that could happen, the only way he could deal with your sins was to pay for them, for you. Amen. And he did. And the father saw the travail of that soul in hell. He saw Jesus paying for your sin, what you did. He saw Jesus paying for it. Jesus held your sins. He paid for your sin. And the father saw it. And he saw it. And he reached a point where the father was satisfied. He was satisfied for what Jesus did for you and for me. And he raised Jesus from the dead. He went and got him. He said, Jesus, that's enough. That's enough. Come out. And he came out. And when he came out, your sins and my sins were forgiven. We were justified. We were sanctified. Now believe it. Call on that name and believe what he did for you. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.